to Crimes from the East. I'm your host, Pia, and with me is... Me! You! Alex! Yes, Alex. Who else? It's gotta be Alex! Hello. <laughs> it's so cold here, I can't think. You freezing in your new apartment? I mean, it's very well heated, but it's just that it's winter and it's dark and I'm... However little I might be considered as an Indian by Indians, yeah, I have the like cold tolerance of a real Indian, I think. Always cold? Yes. 70 degrees outside. Too cold. Too cold. I need a like jacket. It. Put a sweater on. Not we need a yeah. balaclava yeah. on. Gloves. That part of me at least is very Indian. Anytime my mom visits and she's like, ooh, it's so cold. I'm like, mom, it's 80 degrees. It's not cold. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if it's below 100 degrees, it's too cold. It's too cold. Yeah, 100 is nice. So how have you been, Alex? How's your new apartment? Mm-hmm. Well, I now am a Normandy girl Ooh, for now. Nice, yeah. nice. Um, my, my house so far is not haunted. Although I do have a neighbor who's been haunting me. Uh-oh. Who that? Two nights in a row. He showed up at the door telling me I'm too loud. I'm literally just walking around in the apartment. He's like, you're too loud. It's late. Like, oh, not in the big city anymore, am I? Oh, God, (laughs) you better be careful if he's getting so triggered by walking. Oh, I know. Yikes. Hyper buff, like bodybuilder type dudes, too. Oh, no. Just like hair, hairpin trigger, I guess Mm -hmm. is how you call it. Yeah. Mm -mm. So... That's the only haunting I've experienced so far, but I'm happy. It's nice. Air is clean. That's the scariest kind of haunting. So, yeah. (laughs) Be careful, Alex. I know. (laughs) Okay. Man, I'm like so tired already. I have like no patience for the small screw-ups in life anymore. I'm too old. What happened? I am too old. Um, nothing really. I missed a recording I had scheduled with another podcast because (gasps) all kinds of shit went down that day. It was like a day from hell. Everything that could go wrong was going wrong. First of all, we had a nor'easter, which is a storm. Yeah. Like a rainy, windy storm going on out here. And my husband was like, we got to go to Best Buy. We have to trade in some phones and blah, 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 because I'm trying to buy a new phone. So we're like, fine, let's go. We were bored, you know, being at home. During for... the Nor'easter? <laughs> yeah, it, was, it kind of what? led up in the afternoon. It led up. So <laughs> okay, okay. we're like, all right, let's get out. Let's go. We went to Best yeah. Buy. When we come back, our car wouldn't start. So we're like stalled in the parking lot. <gasps> and oh. my toddler's screaming because we had kept her in a stroller the whole time at Best Buy. And she's like, I want to run around. I want to walk around. And she's screaming when we're trying to put her in the car. And oh, God, we were stuck there. We had to call roadside assistance. Mm. It was a Mm. nightmare. Oh, no. So, and in all all this hilarity, as it was Mm -hmm. happening, I totally missed a recording that I had scheduled with another podcast. So, so bugged. Did you reschedule? It's fine. Yes, I did reschedule. She was very nice. Yes, she totally understood. And I'm so sorry, Joanne. (laughs) But Man, you're killing it in the podcast game, though. Life just just throws you a curveball. And that's what happens. Uh, Okay, so talking about being annoyed by stupid stuff. I was in Boston 
and we were just driving trying to go somewhere and i see this guy running outside like he's you know trying to be fit or whatever just running mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i have zero fitness right now okay i do nothing i just sit on the couch i do this research editing i watch tv i play my video games i'm not working out i am not doing anything you're a queen you are a queen bad bad example <laughs> guys don't do this okay a bad bad bitch is what she means to say <laughs> go to the gym stay healthy run do something don't do what i'm doing so i have no authority to comment on what this guy is doing because he's better he's than me wrong. in that moment when he's running out there and I'm not. Mm-hmm. But all I'm thinking of and I'm like bitching about it. I'm like, God, look at his posture. His form is all wrong. He's running like a starfish, you know? <laughs> like he is an aerodynamic. What? Was his, did he have like his arms in the air? His arms were kind of flailing behind him, you oh. know? And his legs were a little too far apart as he was running. Kind of like as if he pooped his pants or something i don't know oh maybe he did you never know man why would he be running he'd be walking but maybe it happened mid-run what are you gonna do (laughs) walk home you gotta run oh maybe because i was like what's he doing that's not how you run as if i've ever run in my life i've never run in my life so i'm like you know i've I've had that get off my lawn moment where i'm like god damn it i'm too old why am i complaining about this this doesn't affect me this poor guy he's doing his thing i need to chill out so I have started running now that I'm in the countryside. Well, watch your form, Alex, because there are people like me who are like, what is she doing? (laughs) I can't even think about my only thought is like, breathe, breathe, breathe. (laughs) But um, I ran by a bunch of cows today and that was amazing. So that's another. Yeah, they're cows and they're goats. And, you know, I was like, I'm worth more than you, goat. As I was running (laughs) by it, it was great. You're like, we can exchange lives, goat. You know, one goat yeah. for me, we can we can work something out. A French goat is living a pretty cush life. Ooh, what do they get for like lunch? Do they get crepes and I don't know what? Just like the <laughs> best cheese, the best grass. <laughs> okay, so yeah. today's a masala news episode. We're going to talk about some page three type of stuff. Sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's awkward, sometimes it's bizarre or weird. Sometimes it's just a nice feel-good story. So there's no, there's no design to this format. We just talk about articles we find on the internet. And India. Oh yes, obviously, from South Asia, somewhere in South Asia. That's the main criteria for me. I don't read the news. <laughs> Alex, what do you have for us today? I heard you got some COVID uh, fun stuff. Oh, yeah. You remember that thing that happened for the last two years, Mm -hmm. that whole Uh pandemic situation? Oh, yeah. So it turns out that, you know, America really took the cake, I feel like, in terms of... um, COVID infamy? Publicity of, like, stupidest, stupid COVID news. But India has its fair share of leaders making bizarre statements about COVID-19 that had no logic. Oh, I'm not surprised. Go ahead. This comes from the India Times, the weird, bizarre news section. And I don't even know if you would call some of these people leaders. I don't know. <laughs> the At the top of the list is mm-hmm. the national president of all India, Hindu Mahasabha, who asked 
the government to clarify whether COVID vaccines contain cow's blood. God forbid, because vaccines usually contain blood, right? Yes, that's how vaccines are made. Just lots of blood all over the place. He said, Before bringing COVID-19 vaccine or medicine to India, the government or international company should clarify to the country that the vaccine or medicine should not contain cow's blood or any such substance which hurts the spirit of Hindu Sanatan Dharma. From what it sounds like to me, it's one of those... Hindutva groups that we talked about in the Cyanide Mohan case. Yeah, yeah. a lot of these are Hindutva guys. They're just making noise to gain votes and gain traction and just to be on their soapbox. Yeah, stir the pot. They don't actually care about the vaccine or the people. If people are dying, it's fine. That's better than having cow blood in Cow's blood. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Although if there was cow's blood in the vaccine, that would probably be pretty bad to put it into our bodies that way. So, I mean, he <laughs> yeah. doesn't not have a point. Also, if he was so concerned about cows and cow lives... How about they go and shut down the beef export lobbies Industry? in India? India is one of the largest exporters of beef in the world. <laughs> That's so ironic and weird. So how about you go and stop that? Huh? Stop attacking people who eat it. How about you go and stop the people who are manufacturing it, right? Yeah. What about the leather industry too? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They won't do that because those are all owned by very powerful politicians. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's not going to happen. Stop. Yeah. Forget about it. But no blood in the vaccines. No blood. What else? Okay, next. MLA from Rajkot South constituency in Gujarat claimed that the BJP workers are not infected mm -hmm. by COVID-19 mm -hmm. because they are hard workers. Yes. Those who work hard do not get coronavirus infection. BJP workers work hard and therefore not a single worker has been infected with the virus. Sounds super legit, right? A round of applause for the hardest workers in the galaxy. Superheroes, give them capes. Yep. Wow, wow, yep. wow, wow. I don't know why people even bother to enter their names for the Nobel <laughs> Peace Prize and stuff. Just give it to these guys. You know, they deserve it. They deserve it. <laughs> they work too hard. Here's another one that I thought was pretty funny. Union minister. Union minister. That's like um cabinet position, okay? A union minister is yeah. like a cabinet position, so... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. What do you say? Well, he created a very unconventional slogan. Okay. Go Corona Go oh, to beat COVID-19. Yes, yes. And people were gathering in thousands in the streets. <laughs> go Corona Go. Go Corona Go. <laughs> a lot of them were infected and are now going to be sick for the rest of their lives with side effects from Corona. So I don't think it went anywhere. He said earlier, I gave the slogan, go Corona, Corona go, and now Corona is going. <laughs> Where is she going? Where is, Where she is going? he going? <laughs> oh, well, oh, well, it's not the worst thing. He just made up a slogan. The problem is how people use that slogan. Uh, yeah, it just it sounds like a little bit of a lost in translation sort of thing, but it's so funny. 
there's a lot more protests in India than you've ever seen in the U.S. There's tons of protests everywhere. And you got to have a nice, like, energized chant to go with it. Slogan. Yeah, yeah. It's got to have a ring. Uh, I'd watch a Go Corona Go protest. Sounds really interesting. Go Corona Go. Go, go Corona Go. Go Corona Go. Sounds they like got to cheering it on, though. <laughs> yeah, <It's> right? Like... <laughs> oh, damn. Yes, it does. It's almost like you're cheering. That's why it was funny to me. It's like, go, Corona, go. It's like, <laughs> why are we cheering on freaking coronavirus? Um, so what is an MLA? A member of the Legislative Assembly. So it's a position in the Indian Parliament. Okay. The Assam BJP MLA hmm. claim that Gaumutra and Gobar yeah. can cure COVID-19. What are these two things? Yeah. I know. They are <laughs> cow shit and cow piss. Yes. Or vice versa. Listen. So she said, we all know that cow dung is very helpful. Likewise, when cow urine is sprayed, it purifies an area. I believe something similar could be done with Gaumutra and Gobar to cure coronavirus disease. So what did she do? She covered herself in Gobar and of course, rolled around in it. Just drinking cow urine for breakfast. Yeah, she's showering in it. Yeah, instead of body lotion, she's got like gobar in her bottles and she's putting gobar all over herself because it's the best thing, apparently. Even more so, it's organic. Organic cow urine will kill the coronavirus. Both of these things are very sacred in Hinduism because it's attached to the cow. Yeah, and of course. yes, gobar or the cow poop does have several uses and i've seen it myself people use it well in the villages and stuff they put it on the walls of the homes it keeps the home cool they make dried pats out of it little pats and then they Mm -hmm. use it as fuel in the fireplace in there yeah for cooking too for cooking i'm fine with it because it's just grass that's been pulverized and then shat like it's just grass but the fact that it's a it's a cure-all for everything Mm -hmm. cure-all Mm catch-all that is just propaganda that's just some bullshit. Literal bullshit. <laughs> Let's make some cow dung ladoos. All of these things are coming from BJP. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. Bengal BJP chief mm-hmm. said people blessed by Hindu gods won't get coronavirus. Of course. Yeah. Of course not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because only non Hindus died of this virus, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. No, no news have died from coronavirus. No, no He said, look here, so many people have assembled. Thousands of people are here praying. They are drinking water, taking prasad. They are not even washing their hands. They are not afraid of the disease. We are taking the prasad together. Nothing will happen to us as the God's blessing are with us. Yeah. So. This sounds exactly like what I was seeing on American social media, where they were like, Jesus will save us. God will mm-hmm. protect us, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. wow. It's all the same everywhere. Fanatics. It doesn't matter what culture. It doesn't matter what religion. You're stupid the same way all yeah. over the world. I feel so sorry that there are leaders, you know, that totally lead people astray like this. Yeah. It's just like fun to see the different flavors of stupidity nationalism and populism and this whole like swing of the pendulum in the world in this direction and now we have the masala version um which leads me to the last one which is really really just like the cherry on top 
another BJP politician, claimed that the Lord Ram has reincarnated for the welfare of mankind mm-hmm. and to kill demons at that time. As soon as the construction of Ram Temple begins, the destruction of the COVID pandemic will begin too. Oh, okay. So just like pay that money and get that temple built, right? Cure all problems, but watch out for the rats. Because apparently <laughs> they're going to drink all the booze. They probably cause coronavirus too. <laughs> Wait, is this going to be... Oh, this is a precursor. Yes. So <laughs> when you hear the next episode, this part will make sense. But the rats are to blame for everything. Every problem yeah, in this India. This is an Easter... No. What do you call it? An Easter egg? Yes. No. It is an Easter egg. For the next episode. Anyways. Yep. Fun, dumb... Thi- not even fun. Just dumb things about coronavirus coming out of India. So I've actually tasted Gomutra or cow pee because mm. it's part of all sacred Hindu rituals, right? You mm-hmm. go to temples and they give you prasad and stuff. They'll give you like a spoon of liquid in your hand, which you're supposed to like slurp, drink up, slurp up. And that usually will contain sugar, yogurt. What's the holy basil called? Tulsi. Tulsi, yeah. And sometimes in some temples, it will also contain... Gomutra. So we've probably had it tons of times. Even during my wedding, we had some ceremonies at home and we just did it. The thing to do, we did it. It's urine. It's sterile, right? We didn't know what it was. So the priest put it in our hands and he's like, okay, you know, have your prashad. So me and my sister, we had it. And then the priest, he had this shitty grin on his face. (gasps) He's just grinning away. He's like... (laughs) We're like, what happened? He's like, you know what you ate? My sister was horrified. She's like, what was it? What was it? Oh, no. What was it? Oh, no. And he's like, it was go. That's not cool. That's not cool. I don't like it. What a jerk. He knew we wouldn't like it, right? He knew we're going to be like traumatized. And he was laughing. He's a pervert. (laughs) He was so amused. He was laughing his head off. (laughs) My sister wanted to punch him in the face. She was so pissed off. I'm surprised she didn't. Yeah, she ran off to the bathroom and she tried to like spit it all out and drinking water. She's like, how dare you do this to me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Hopefully that cow didn't have any kind of freaking disease because they're not testing this stuff. Of course not. This is unregulated. They're putting a cup under some cow's butt and getting that pee. They're not testing that cow for diseases. So it's not the safest thing. Indian holy water is a pretty different animal, literally. Yeah, it's fine if you're doing it by choice. It's not nice to surprise someone with. Trick people. So today, I'm not telling you an animal-related story. Okay, this is our non-animal masala news. It's not jungle news. But very, very desi news. It's about gold. Glittering gold. Lots of sona. Gold bars found inside stomach of Indian businessmen. How big? As we know, we know gold is super, super important in the lives of Desi people, right? Everyone hoards gold. (laughs) Some form of gold. They've got gold at home in some form or the other. I mean, of course, people don't keep it at home. So don't go breaking into Desi people's homes. They keep it in the banks. They keep it in lockers. They don't store it in their stomach? That isn't an Indian safe? Well, that's the safest place this guy could have kept it because no one would know. Pia gives a whole new meaning to shitting bricks. Shitting bricks? Well, he wasn't (laughs) shitting any bricks, which is why he had to go to the hospital. 
12 gold bars were found inside the stomach of a businessman who tried to smuggle the precious metal into India from Singapore. 12? Oh my god. The Indian Express reports that the 63-year-old man visited a hospital in New Delhi earlier this month. Okay, by the way, this is not in 2021. This is news from 2014. Ancient history. He told the doctors in that hospital that he had swallowed the cap of a water bottle out of anger after a fight with his wife. (laughs) And he wanted it removed. What a freaking stupid excuse. This is just like the Van Gogh thing, which is also in the next episode. He was pissed off with his wife, so he swallowed a bottle cap. That'll show her. Yeah. Doctors soon operated after he repeatedly threw up and complained of pain in his stomach. Later, they found, to their surprise, not a bottle cap, but 12 gold bars weighing nearly a pound. Jackpot! Ching! <laughs> it was in 2014 worth $23,000. I wonder if there was like a rainbow following him around. We were shocked when gold bars came out of his abdomen during the operation, the surgeon told the newspaper. If it would have stayed inside him for a few more days, it would have led to severe bleeding and rupture of the intestines and caused septicemia. Horrifying. The patient had severe diabetes. So he was more at risk of dying from this. So wow, 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 wow. He really put it all on the line. Did he just eat too many gold leaf laddus or something? Oh, no. (laughs) Hospital resources told the newspaper that the man swallowed the gold bars as part of a plot to smuggle them into India, where recently tightened regulations on gold imports has led to an increased demand for the metal. Yeah. yeah. That's why people go through all these crazy extreme measures to smuggle gold in. Like he just swallowed it because like I'm not paying tax on this 23,000 dollars worth of gold and he may not even be doing it for himself he may just be a mule we don't know Mm -hmm. someone Mm -hmm. must have paid him like 500 bucks to do this who knows and you know what the uh cincher is in this story Hmm. this guy had had four previous stomach surgeries in his life (gasps) oh my god he should have just installed a zipper at some point ingenious alex ingenious (laughs) need to start a consultancy smuggling yes smuggling (laughs) consultancy wow he just needed to eat more ghee it would have slid right through (laughs) right yeah i don't know why he had those previous surgeries if he had again done something stupid like this or if if they were just part of some other chronic condition but he kept doing this damn well he's alive so he made it but he was arrested and yeah. probably probably served some jail time. It doesn't say what happened to him. I have another gold-related news okay. article, which I'm going to read. This is from 2021. So it is rather recent and also oh, proves man. it's still going on. Indian passenger caught smuggling gold up his butt in a weird <laughs> crime trend. <laughs> and this is from the New York Post. Now I'm just thinking of Goldfinger, which is kind of gross on my part. (laughs) The news article starts with, he was sitting on a gold mine. (laughs) Even better. There you go. A man was busted smuggling nearly two pounds of gold paste 
in his rectum at an airport in India. What is gold paste? Gold paste. Let me send you the link because it looks gross. It looks exactly like something you would find in a butt. Uh, this is the gold that they put on the ladoos for sure. <laughs> I don't know what gold paste is. Okay, so one of at least three cases of people stuffing the precious metal up their rumps in the region in the past year, according to reports. Mohammed Sharif was at the Imphal Airport in Manipur, Manipur, headed to New Delhi on Monday, when an officer noticed his suspicious movements because he was walking funny (laughs) and began questioning him. I can just imagine this guy walking like... (laughs) So if you look at the picture I sent uh, of what came out of his bum, (gasps) it kind of looks like three potatoes, but it's gold paste encased in plastic and it looks like poop, kind of. I'm just searching gold paste bum India. Oh, oh, no, those are such round potatoes, though. I was thinking like, you know, the like fingerling potatoes. These look like freaking kiwis. That's how round they are. I can't imagine. It must have been easy to get them up in there. Yeah. No kidding. The officer took him to a medical exam room for an x-ray and allegedly found the treasure (laughs) valued at $56,000 buried in his colon. Damn. That's nuts. Now, Sharif, who's from Kodikode, which is in Kerala, remember the other gold Mm -hmm. smuggling mecca? Mm -hmm. Allegedly confessed to carrying four gold pouches, but said the glittering goods didn't belong to him. I don't know how they got there. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how these things got in my bum, sir. They just fell in somehow. (laughs) The rats. It was the rats. (laughs) It was the rats. You're going to have to post this episode after the last one. (laughs) It'll all make sense in the next episode, guys. So Mm -hmm. hold on. The case is apparently part of a trend and comes after a passenger was seen walking oddly, caught at the Kanur airport in Kerala with two pounds of gold bullion up his butt. Gold bullion? Bullion, yeah. Damn. And he had allegedly hidden the nuggets roughly worth $60,000 in an attempt to avoid paying taxes on them. Well, nice try. Uh, (laughs) Criminals are boning up on anatomy to get creative, experts say. A couple from Sharjah, which is in the Middle East, I think UAE, was recently busted at the same airport with a total of 6.5 pounds of gold paste hidden in an unspecified body part. Oh. Wank, wank. Wink, Mm -hmm. wink, wink, wink. I think we all know what that is. And in August, officials at the airport found 18,000 world of gold paste a passenger had painted onto the inside of his pants. Oh, that must have been so heavy. That's ingenious. Yeah, that's kind of. That's uh, innovative. I appreciate that. Gold, gold pants. Props to him. He didn't take the easy route. He didn't take the easy route and just shove it up. His behind. I don't know if I would call that the easy route. Maybe obvious, unoriginal route. He must have been a Leo like us, Alex. <laughs> I'm a nonconformist. I'm not doing what the other kids are doing. <laughs> Sorry. Those are my gold bum stories. So, do you have anything else, Alex, for this episode? Halloween already passed. 
But I have a spooky spaghetti. Let's hear it. A, l- a little bit of a ghost story, a really quick one from India.com. Viral news. Ghost in Mumbai BMC office? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Employees complain that emergency services department is haunted. What? These are cops? The cops are complaining of ghosts. The headquarters office, which is 125 years old, is said to have its own ghost. Employees on the night shift have been complaining about hearing strange noises and constant whispering. The department was originally on the ground floor, but was shifted to the second floor of the monumental building following some renovations. Okay. The employees have been experienced the strange haunting experience Ever since the change. I think they just don't like the floor that they got moved to and they're like, yeah. making us think. The new office is equipped with a video wall as well as CCTV footage and no abnormal activities were noticed. <laughs> so they're bullshitting. While some people heard terrifying noises at night, others felt that there was someone hiding behind the curtains and whispering to them. That's actually <gasps> really creepy and I don't like that. That is creepy. Following the constant complaints, the BMC officials have held a Vastu Puja to get rid of the ghost. (laughs) According to the Maharashtra Times report, this puja has helped the employees as the strange noises have not been heard recently. So how much of this was just in their minds if a puja cured everything? (laughs) So, yeah. Maybe there was something. Maybe there was just some creepy person hiding behind the corners, like whispering like, (laughs) Get off of my floor. You don't belong Take a bribe. Take a bribe. Take a bribe. Take a bribe. Don't do your job. Don't do your job. Slack off. (laughs) Eat a second lunch. (laughs) Alex, you and I both know, after our last episode, which we recorded but haven't released, Mm -hmm. what the reason was. Oh, it was the rats. It was the rats. It was the rats. (laughs) It's always always the rats. rats. (laughs) Always. It was the rats behind the curtains going, hey. Got some hey, booze. Hey, you got some booze, booze there. Where's How the about some marijuana? <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. I need to find some more ghost stories. Isn't it interesting that the official response to their complaint was to do a puja? Is a puja. Yeah, classic. It's official. It's not just something they got together and did after hours on a weekend. No. They like put it on the corporate credit card, that puja. It worked. So, you know. Taxpayers' money is being put to good use. We need to do a Bollywood corner on ghost movies. I was reminded of a story when you mentioned this whole puja thing. A long time ago, one of my husband's managers, like his, whoever he reported to in an Indian company, they held like a little get-together dinner Mm -hmm. for all the employees that worked under them. One of the employees told them that, hey, the salary isn't enough for us to pay for all these things in the U.S. Things are not going that easy for us. We are struggling to get our visas Mm -hmm. filed, blah, blah, blah. Since we report to you, maybe you should help us with it. Like, you know, what do you think we should do? Do you have any advice? Yeah. You know, what can we do? And the manager's response was, ah, I think there's something wrong in your stars. You need to do a puja. Puja is also always the answer. Rats and puja. We need to do a rat puja. They'll solve all your problems. Just do a damn puja. Don't need a raise. Legal assistance with your visa application. Just do a puja. puja. (laughs) Fix all your problems. Man, that was so dumb. Yeah. 
That's terrible. Man, you deserve better than this stupid manager. What an idiot. Yeah, bottom line, don't do pujas to solve your problems. Do it if it gives you peace of mind, but also do other things. Active things in the world. Constructively helping resolve your problems. Let the puja be more of an emotional... Cleanse. Yeah, cleanse, like yeah, a yeah. chill time thing mm-hmm. that gives you peace of mind, but also do other things. Just a puja <laughs> won't help you. And I think that's all we have time for today, right, Alex? Before we oh. go, <gasps> we have to announce so much that. exciting news. Yes, we have exciting news. We have our first patron saying. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Shukran. Danyabad. Our first Patreon subscriber is Andrea. I don't want to say their last name because I don't know if they're comfortable being put on a pedestal. You know who you are. <laughs> it gives us so much encouragement because you chose to pledge five pounds a month to us, which is amazing. You didn't even take like the easy route and just do the dollar. You went to five pounds, which is amazing. So thank you so much, Andrea. And look out. In your mail, Andrea, because you're going to get some goodies from us. We're not going to send you snakes. And if we could, we would send you goats. But legally, I think (laughs) we'll be in trouble. We'll have to start recording our podcast from jail if we send you a goat. That could be fun for the podcast, not for us. We'll send you a little something something in the mail. So keep an eye out. And thank you once again, Andrea. And for all of you who are on the, I don't know, fence about about being a Patreon supporter. Follow in the footsteps of this majestic Mm -hmm. goddess and you shall reap the benefits. I will come and cook for you. I'll do a puja for you, okay? If you you subscribe. We'll do a rat puja. We'll do a puja in your name and it'll solve all your problems. It'll get Mm -hmm. rid of all Mm -hmm. those Mm -hmm. rat fiends (laughs) (laughs) that are causing problems in your life. So yeah, and if you don't want to take on the added responsibility of a monthly subscription you can also just do a one-time um support contribution one-time contribution through buy me a coffee which is a website which is amazing for all kinds of content creators and artists where you can just pay an amount one time it's not a monthly thing not a weekly thing you can be like i like this episode here you go five dollars ten dollars whatever you feel comfortable doing no pressure So just wanted to put that out there, not just for us, but whoever you want to support. Think about it because people put in a lot of time and effort into making podcasts for you. And we listen to so many. We enjoy them so much. We support Mm -hmm. artists that we enjoy. This is a great platform for people to share ideas and stories and just good old friends you've never met in a podcast, right? That's what I feel like when I listen to someone. Yeah, yeah. it's never going to be as personal as this. Netflix isn't going to send you a personal chef. Or a snake. Never. <laughs> never. Or a snake. Never. Netflix might send snakes if you get on their <laughs> bad side. I feel like they would. That's all I think we have time for today. You can join us again next week on another episode of Crimes from the East, your Daisy weekly true crime podcast with a little... Masala, masala, and spice. Spice, 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 spice. Namaste.